Welcome to What Makes Me Weird with Joel Sharpton. I'm your host, Joel Sharpton. You can follow me on Twitter at The Rogue's Life, and you can uh, find me online all the time at joelsharpton.com. You're listening to this podcast, hopefully at alwayslisteningpod.com slash makesmeweird, and uh, I am talking to you today about Star Wars. As a matter of fact, I've got a few stories to, to share about Star Wars, and that's all this episode's going to be about in our build-up to the release of uh, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. So, my earliest memory of Star Wars, and of course I was born in 1981, in between the episodes, so to speak, and I did not see any of the films. I think I talked myself into my parents having taken me, taken me to the um, maybe one of the reruns of. Uh, Return of the Jedi, but... These fingers crossed paprika burgers. Big day today. Jamie gets his exam results. I hope he's done okay. He's worked so hard. So I'm making my paprika burgers for when he gets home. They were lucky last time. I add red onion and paprika to the mince. Then I top with jalapenos. Well? Make your own burgers with our Tesco finest Aberdeen Angus beef. Food Love Stories, brought to you by Tesco. That's, it's just not true. My, like my, Neither of my parents were interested in the series at all, and they don't remember doing it. I, I think I, j- I just made it up because I really wanted to have seen these films in the theater early on, but I didn't. So my earliest memory of Star Wars isn't anything to do with the movies, actually, because the, you know, you're talking about 83, 84, 85, somewhere in there. It's really too early for VHS, too, or at least VHS at my house. So... We didn't have any way to watch the movies. What I did have, though, was a toy lightsaber. I had a, and I don't even think it was mine. I think it was my older brother, uh, Jason's. But it was a big black plastic handle. And attached to that handle was a very long red plastic tube. And at the end, it was Darth Vader's lightsaber, obviously. And at the end of that plastic red tube... There were holes, and so because of those holes and the way that the thing was constructed, when you waved the lightsaber, it caught the wind and made noises. It made the lightsaber sound uh, in a very lo-fi way. And it was amazing. It was the, it was the most amazing thing uh, that I had. And, and I had a pretty large uh, toy arsenal at the time. But that lightsaber captured my imagination, and it set the tone for everything to do with Star Wars in my life. And that was, for a long time, sort of the rock upon which I built my own little personal church of Star Wars, is that silly plastic lightsaber that I don't think even technically belonged to me. I think it was my brother's. But anyway, that's where it all started for me. And there will be more after this. Shing. Mm-hmm. 
So, the lightsaber was my first Star Wars memory and connection. Um, my second one didn't have to wait that long, though. In the lead-up, in the run-up to the production of the prequels, George Lucas uh, and Lucasfilm re-released all of the movies, of course, as special editions. But even before the special editions, there was a rumblings that something was going to happen because they put out a new version of the original trilogy on um, VHS, and I believe at the same time there was a laser disc. It, there may have even... I, well, I know there wasn't a DVD because there wasn't a DVD available, but I'm pretty sure there was a laser disc at the same time that this VHS set came out. I don't remember exactly how old I was. I don't remember exactly what year it was, but I got them that year for Christmas. That came out sometime in the lead-up to the holiday season. And I got the set, the full set, for Christmas that year. This was the first time that I had any movie, I think, that the whole VHS was widescreen. I had gotten the widescreen versions, and I don't, I don't think I had asked specifically for the widescreen versions, but I got them. And it changed my life because, and I know other people have this same moment because I ended up sharing it later, years later, with my... Um, my former brother-in-law. But so what happened when I watched those original trilogy uh, films on the widescreen VHS was that I noticed things that didn't exist in the versions of the movies that I'd seen up to that point. And it, first of all, it thrilled me that there was parts of Star Wars that I didn't know about. Uh, but also it made me a, a screen junkie, and it really set me on a path to care about the visuals for my movie-going experience. Up to that point, I, I had been very focused on the audio, and I was focused on the audio for years, mostly because it was more attainable than a better screen. I was never going to get a big, fancy, uh, expensive television in my own bedroom, but piecemeal over years I had built you know a pretty cool stereo system uh, first of all it was just a stereo and then eventually I even got a a home theater receiver and I had true you know surround sound in my bedroom when I was a, you know a late teenager so the even as a kid I had a cousin who was into audio and so that had been a focus but when I got that set of the original trilogy in the widescreen versions things like uh, Luke is looking through the uh, viewfinder when they're, he and R2 are going to look for um, Ben Kenobi and he looks through the viewfinder and he says, oh, sand people. Hmm. But in the original version on VHS, the, the full screen version for, for, you know, formatted for your television, you can't see any sand people in the frame. In the widescreen version, there's a couple of sand people over there on, I think they're on the right side. But anyway, it, that simple thing, just a couple of scenes like that where new material was put in front of my eyes, blew my mind. And from then on, I was focused on getting a widescreen television. And years later, it was, I guess, my third year of college or my fourth year of college, I saved up. I didn't have the money to buy a, an HD TV, but I bought... And I don't even think they sold them like in stores. You had to sort of special order it. But there was a, a widescreen television from, I think it was a Sanyo, the one that I had. But it was an old tube TV. It was a 30-inch widescreen television. And it was perfect for 
DVD, basically. You, it had S-video input, and, you know, you could watch it in the uncompressed widescreen version, but, but that was it. And I bought it just for that, for my DVD collection, and for things like these Star Wars moments that I had seen so long ago. So, anyway, there's another Star Wars tale, and uh, I'll be back with another one right after this. Are you excited about the new Star Wars movie? New Star Wars movie? You know, The Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Daddy, when we see it, I know what we can do. What? We could do another um episode at, at the at your work. Another episode of what? Like we could talk about the movie like when we did um Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. But that's that's it, you're right. It was an episode, but an episode of what? What what is that called? What an were we doing? What makes me weird? Yeah, but uh, what makes me weird is is what 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 kind of thing is it? Starts with P. Pa. 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 Pod. Podcast. Yes, there we go. <laughs> I do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you want to make a new you want to make a new podcast about Star Wars? Okay, we'll totally do that. Hey, Daddy. Yeah, baby. Um, since we've already saw the sixth one, we do a one about that. Sixth <laughs> Uh, well, we'll talk about the new one, and we can talk some about the old ones too. How about that? Okay. Okay. Cool. I really like. You like that's, that's the I got one. to see Darth Vader. Yeah. Without his helmet. Without on. his helmet, and that's also with the Ewoks. Do you like the Ewoks? Uh, yeah, they're kind of funny. They're kind of funny. Yeah. Hey, Dad. Hey, Remy. Do you want to see this torpedo shoot? <laughs> Absolutely. Show me that torpedo shoot. Whoa. All right. Here is my next memory of Star Wars, and we fast forward all the way to my senior year. It's 1999, and I'm a a senior in high school. I am a nerdy senior in high school, and while everyone else is getting ready to celebrate graduation night uh, with a huge party, uh, a keg party, and, uh, you know, drinking and and, uh, bamboozling and probably, um, you know, some underage sex and whatnot. Uh, I and one of my good buddies that I talked into going with me, um, describing it as history in the making, how could we miss out on it? Uh, He and I were waiting in line. I mean, literally, 45 minutes after we graduated, we're, we're in the next town over from where we grew up, and we are waiting in line for the midnight showing of episode one, The Phantom Menace. He still ribs me about it to this day. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I understand that that's a weird way to celebrate the night you graduated. And we literally, we did. We had our graduation ceremony, and I got in the car, or we got in the car, and we drove to Monroe. It's 30 minutes away from where we lived. And, and that was the nearest movie theater at the time. I had waited in line for, you know, hours and hours the week before to buy tickets. And I had tickets both for that midnight showing and then the next night at 7 p.m. I had two tickets for that showing as well. And so Trey and I, that's my buddy that I talked into it. He and I are sitting there and we're waiting. And I just remember 
other than the arrival of my children. I can't think of any other time in my life when I've been so or, or in such anticipation for something. I was so ready to see that movie. The trailers were perfect. Star Wars had been such a part of my childhood, and now here was a new Star Wars movie that I was going to get to take in as early as anyone, that it was going to be as much my Star Wars movie as anyone else's Star Wars movie, and that was a very powerful thing for me. Um, of course, the disappointment of what episode one was, it didn't hit me after the first viewing. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. And I loved it the next night when we watched it again. We were late because I was with a girl who doesn't understand showing up to the movie theater on time. Um, but we, we got there just as the movie was starting and we ended up having, we had to sit on the very front row. And even in that terrible vantage point, you know, the huge screen above you and your neck's craning and it's uncomfortable the whole time and you can only see sort of from everything from a strange angle. Even then, I thought, what a great movie it was. The pod racing was so exciting. The lightsaber battles were so over the top and amazing. And, and it was just, I thought it was perfect. I thought it was perfect. And uh, it took me probably four viewings in the movie theater before I started to sort of sour on it and, I, and it began to fall apart. But even then, I never hated it like other people did. I see its flaws now, absolutely. And the following two films, episode two and episode three, did not do a whole lot to win it back. But at the same time, there's magic there still, even in the prequels. I mean, my kids love them all equally. All six of the films, they love them right alongside one another, and they don't, they don't know or care about the difference. And I'm glad that that's the case. I think that's the way it's supposed to be. Okay, so Judah... What do you think about the new Star Wars movie? Hmm. I'm not sure yet. You're not sure? Well, I mean, like, are you excited to see it? Yes. Um, what did you think about the commercials that we watched for it? Like, what, what do you think was the coolest part in the trailer that we watched? Hmm. I'm not sure yet. Well, I mean, like, did you like, what about the lightsaber that had the blade sticking out on the side? Yeah. That was pretty cool. That yeah. guy's name is Kylo Ren. Ooh. Yeah. He really likes Darth Vader. No wonder he, um, in the, um, commercial, it showed him looking at Darth Vader's helmet. He said, I will finish what you started. I remember that. Yeah. What about uh, what about BB-8, the little roller ball oh, droid? He's like um, R2-D2, right? Yeah, he's like the new R2-D2. Except R2-D2's around, too. What? Yeah, he's going to be He's still around. And C-3PO, too. So, <laughs> of all of the old Star Wars that we've watched... Yeah. What's your like? What's your favorite thing in those? Like, who's your favorite character? Um, I like R two D two. I think he's. You kind like R two D two? Yeah. I think he's kind of funny. Who was your Who was your favorite of the bad guys? Hmm. Did you like Darth Vader better, or like General Grievous, or Darth Maul? General Grievous. Oh, you like General Grievous the best? Yeah, I think he. He has four lightsabers. He almost, and he uses them all at the same time. It's crazy. 
Who's your favorite good guy? Hmm. My favorite good guy is... Like, do you like Obi-Wan or Anakin or Luke or Han Solo? I mean, I know you like all of those guys, but, like, who's your favoriteist? Hmm. I like... Han Solo? Han Solo, yeah. Well, you like, um... You like Indiana Jones a lot too, don't you? Uh, sort of. Sort of. Oh well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's the same actor that plays Han Solo and that plays Indiana no, Jones. No, I don't. I didn't know, know, know that. that? No. Yeah. Oh man, it's the same guy. Yeah. Oh. His name is Harrison Ford. And you know, listen to this. It gets crazier. He is. He's still playing Han Solo. He plays Han Solo in the new one. And you know what else? He's going to make a new Indiana Jones movie, too. What? I know. There's still a couple of Indiana Jones movies that you haven't seen, though. Have you seen the one... You haven't seen the one with his dad, have you? Uh, I think... You think we did watch that one? I think. Where him and his dad fight the Nazis? Nazis? What in the world is that? <laughs> They're German bad guys from World oh. War II. I don't think, I don't think we watched Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. All right, so we got homework to do. Okay, well, is there anything is there anything else that you would like to say uh, about Star Wars? Um, may the Force be with you. Oh, I was so hoping you would say that. You're awesome. May the Force be with you. And, and here we are. Uh, here we are in my studio. Here we are just hours. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I don't want to do the math. 72 hours or something like that away from the release of the next Star Wars movie. Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. I have stayed mostly spoiler free. I have watched all of the theatrical trailers. I have avoided all of the television uh, teasers or trailers that they put out. I will have watched the ESPN special about lightsabers by the time the movie starts. And I think I will likely have finished the audiobook of Aftermath, which is uh, about the time directly post Return of the Jedi. Um, that's my state as I go in to see this movie. When am I seeing the movie is the next question, right? Well, I'm a, the father of four. And I've got uh, a busy lifestyle. I got two little babies and I was not expecting to get out of the house to see it opening night or maybe even opening weekend. We're going to be traveling. I'm working doing a bowl game for my alma mater uh, broadcast. Uh, you know, I'm on the radio for the bowl team and I'm doing that on Saturday night after the movie opens. And so I was talking to my wife about maybe going to see it Sunday morning in New Orleans while we're there for the bowl game or after, after the bowl game is over. And she put it to me. She's like, I think you should take your sons and you should go see star Wars the night that it comes out. So we're going Thursday night. I got tickets seven o'clock. I'll be there and I'll be seven years old again. 
and 17 and I'll be just as excited as I ever was. I am right now. I am smiling ear to ear. My profile picture on Facebook has a lightsaber in it. Uh, I am I'm in full-on fanboy mode. I'm just really excited that there are things in life, and Star Wars isn't the only one. It's a big one. I'm excited that there are things that make me this joyful and this excited. Life is hard. Adult life even more so. And the fact that there is still a thing or multiple things that can pull you out of all of the worry and the hustle and the bustle and just say, boy, this is going to be fun. That's worth celebrating. So I, for one, am excited and I will make a few predictions about the movie. But in the case that there are probably people that will listen to this that, like me, want to remain spoiler-free, so far I have been spoiler-free. I'm going to continue to be, and I won't even give you my speculation until after the theme song. So if you'd like that, stick around after you hear Adam Dale, then you can hear me telling you what I think is going to happen. Um, I hope you all enjoy it, and I will be back soon with another episode of What Makes Me Weird to talk about the movie and what we thought about it and speculation on the next round of Star Wars history. And uh, that's actually going to feature my buddy Pod Vader. Uh, That's right. Uh, Jay Soderberg, who is the head of content for Blog Talk Radio. He's also a good buddy of mine, and he's a huge Star Wars nerd. And he doesn't have a geeky podcast, but I do. So (laughs) here we go. He's going to be on the show, and we'll be talking about that soon. Um, Enjoy it, folks. It's a wonderful time to be alive. Yay, Star Wars. Yay, Disney. Yay, The Force Awakens. Yay, podcasts. You got busted without a dime being your name. You took a bus ride with your mindset to fame. They had a tough time remembering your name. Well, we don't. No, we don't. You missed your big chance to be a Hollywood star. But for most folks, that never was in the cards. Well, you sailed and you failed. Well, at least you got to do it while you were young Before you get old and you lose your nerve So here's to you From the great Pelican State It's never too late To come back home So here's to you What Makes Me Weird is a proud member of the Two Guys and a Rogue Network. You can find more info and a full list of our episodes at blogtalkradio slash makesmeweird. You can also email the show to makesmeweird at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook or Twitter by searching Makes Me Weird. Our theme song is From the Great Pelican State by Adam Dale. Two Guys and a Rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is the network. All right, so potential spoiler horn goes here, and 
now we are into potential spoiler territory. I don't know any of these things. I'm just going to make a few predictions about what I think is going to happen in this movie and then the ensuing trilogy of films, episodes 7, 8, and 9. What is next for Star Wars? First and foremost, I do not think that Luke is the bad guy. I know there's been a lot of speculation about the fact that he's not in most of the trailers uh, and, you know, he's not with the rest of the heroes, it seems, in, in everything that we've seen so far. And perhaps he's crossed over to the dark side. That's been what a lot of people are saying. I say fooey on that. He already beat the dark side. He confronted his own dark side when he faced Darth Vader uh, there at the second Death Star or on the second Death Star above uh, indoor and he won and he won and he walked away he put the lightsaber down and and he said no to anger and revenge and so i don't think that he has gone to the dark side i do think that it's possible he views himself as too powerful and too potentially dangerous to the affairs of you know the sentient beings of the galaxy and so it's i think it's possible that he is in exile self-imposed exile that he's off on his own specifically so that he doesn't hurt people and won't be used as a pawn in a greater galactic war. So that's my first prediction. My second prediction is, I think we know Andy Serkis's character. Supreme Commander Snoke, I believe is how they've pronounced his name. He, what we, here we know, here's what we know about him. We know he's in charge of the First Order, and that's the new you know, empire, basically. And we know that he is an all-CGI character, And we know that he is very old. He's lived a long, long time through both of the previous trilogies is is my understanding. I think he will end up being a character that we know, if not from the other films directly, then from the side stories of the other films, somehow connected to the previous trilogies. I think he's going to be a a character of import and, again, somebody that will be sort of a reveal for us. I can't wait to find out who it is exactly. Is anybody going to die? I don't think anyone dies in this film. I really don't. I think it's possible that Han Solo will die sometime during the trilogy, maybe even in the second film and in the Empire Strikes Back of this trilogy, so to speak. But I don't think he's going to die in this one. I do think that the heroes suffer a great loss. We've seen Ray, you know, crying in the trailers. And my speculation there is that Finn gets beat badly and, and perhaps hurt very badly in the uh, lightsaber battle that we see him facing off against Kylo Ren. And, uh, and that crying is the result of that. That's her crying over the, the injured form of Ray. But I don't think that or excuse me, of Finn, but I don't think Finn dies. Uh, I don't think Rey dies. I don't think uh, Princess Leia dies or, or General Leia, excuse me, and I don't think that Han Solo dies either. I don't think Chewie dies. Uh, I think Chewie's in this thing for the long haul. So uh, there you go. That's a few of the things that I think. I I do think this story is going to be more about the young people than the old people. I think the old people are there are to tie it to our youth and to make sure that it's you know the same story moving forward but i think this story is going to be much more about those younger actors and maybe even some actors like benicio del toro that's not even in episode seven and yet we know has been cast for episode eight so i'm just excited to have star wars folks yay star wars Oh, I found one of our new Voxel Griffin editions. Yes, what comes as standard? Standard? Well, alloy wheels, sat-nav, aircon, DAB radio, Bluetooth, smartphone projection and USB connection. Wow, 
Is that everything? Sorry, forgot the colour touchscreen. Buy a new Gryphon Edition Adam, Astra, Corsa or Mocha X Plus and get a whole host of features as standard. The Gryphon Edition range. All Gryphon, no bull. Visit your nearest retailer now. Vauxhall, British brand since 1903. Participating retailers only. Limited units while stocks last. This is not just bread. This is a delicious M&S sliced loaf. Just one of our range that has been sliced from pound fifteen to 65p. Enriched with vitamin D and fibre, it's great for packed lunches. This is not just value, this is M&S value. Subject to availability, excludes franchise stores.